0: To be continued over the last months. I have gotten to have many conversations and times to listen to the open-ended questions or queries of my family and friends and they are listening to this podcast. they' have been open to initiating conversations with me about their own lives and paths and urgent wonderings and worries of the heart in feeling this podcast concluded this summer. The writings, contemplation, and poetry that began as a practice here in this project have continued, though I haven't posted any episodes until now. Here are a few of the messages and prayers of my life that I am led to offer. And in opening up the prayer of what will come next in my life path, people have asked me, is it a book, a blog, a workshop, traveling as a public friend and visiting with friends, Quakers, or other friends, of any walk, with the messages and leadings that center my life? Yes, perhaps in the long view, in God's time. For now, it is the living in the moments of laundry, dishes, job. It is the grace and gratitude, daily practice, pilgrimage, and chance to celebrate the blessing of the present, of my existence. That is the inward and the home place journey with my children and my wife and partner, and this beloved community a wide and expanding ocean of our people, of which, God willing, you are feeling part. Laura Grace McNorland. This podcast episode is on pilgrimage lately it feels as if many of my interactions with friends and acquaintances are centering on their questions of their life as pilgrimage they ask me open-ended questions what do I think may be the way forward what are the spiritual core places that they might live out of that they can grow into And I don't know that it is that when they ask the question, they need an answer from me, but that they know that I'm also living in these questions and wonder what insights have been coming into my own pilgrimage path. The phrase, I'm on a patience pilgrimage. I'm on a patience pilgrimage. Patience to say it without uh, being a tongue twister. (laughs) Patience pilgrimage. And it helps me to see that perspective of my own journey, that we're all on a patience pilgrimage. Each day as I wake, I'm patient with myself when I come to a moment and realize, oops, I forgot once more to invite God to be central in my life. I forgot to look to the light in me and let it flow through. I forgot that I exist and to just let that be plenty and let my presence be the channel of light that I bring. When I get in my own way on this patient's pilgrimage and I forget which pieces to let go of, To just be, I get caught up in thinking that perhaps I need to know the questions and I need to know the answers. Leaning into facing fears, leaning into the places of learning, leaning into growing is part of the patient's pilgrimage for me right now this podcast has been a way to explore with friends with those who are led to listen what it's like to be on a journey of opening up to that place of discomfort of possibilities of lack of clarity and listening for what the clarity is of letting go to what needs to be let go of opening up to what needs to be opened up to. There's a centered place of confidence out of which we can live our lives, but that also opens up a mirror, a place to witness to all of the places that we have to learn, all of that inward, internal journey of places that we have not yet uncovered that are not in line or not centered in that light. This is a very Quaker practice to invite, as it's biblically said, as early friends said, to let that light shine into our darkest places, to embrace the shadowed parts. A lot of religions hold space for this idea of being pierced by the sword of the Lord or the sword of the light of Christ The language gets in the way, but there is a point that I'm pointing to about poking yourself <laughs> with the places. What needs to be identified? What needs to be really pressed? What's picking up those layers? in ourselves and so often when friends when beloved ones when family lift up those questions to me it feels that it is an open-ended time of them saying yes I too am asking these questions I too am picking up these pieces that don't feel in line in my life why is it that this part is uncomfortable or why is it that this piece of my life doesn't feel like I have the centered core living that I'd like it to. Pausing and being with one another in those questions is a practice. It's one that I feel that I have a lot to learn about. People identifying me as someone who can listen with those questions with them is a beautiful beginning, but it also is an indicator to me that I then need to be prepared to be open to listening into those questions together. So this podcast episode is about journeying with friends. What are those big life questions that we all hold? And being in the humbled, grateful, and nonjudgmental place of understanding that we all hold these questions and we'd all like to live in our most centered, present, light-filled being. This episode is on balance. Walking the line of balance seems to be the metaphor for my life right now. When I come into a place of confusion and of overwhelm, it's an indicator that there needs some balance uh, in my life. And it could also be a chance for imperfection. As a parent of triplets, a partner to a wife who's serving many people as an immigration attorney, and having the backs of many and carrying a large load. Both of us are in a time of yearning for balance that may not be possible in the immediate. Finding a way to feel through and have patience in time is one of the queries of our lives. Another query of our life right now is the question of how to do this hard thing. How to enter into the next phases of life as parents of kids who are becoming children instead of toddlers or infants. How to give ourselves a pause to celebrate what we've come through. When you get to the mountaintop and there's a glorious place to look out and look back, but you're also in the present moment and you find. There are a lot of valleys down there to get to cross again. It can feel isolating, confusing. All of our peers are having the same theories right now. How do they live out their vocations? How do they do their parenting? How do they partner? How do they attend to the places of their inner lives and find centering and wholeness when they're carrying all these burdens? Or all these blessings, all these joyous opportunities. The fullness of life is the phase we're in. So it's not incomprehensible that so many of us are having a midlife crisis place. Or that that's a part of this phase of life. Figuring out where your place is. Feeling so clear or in the truth of what you have to offer the world and then also attending to what's on your plate. How do you follow the leads of your vocation when you need to follow the leads of your family in the immediate? How do you create space for your family and in doing so not feel like you've lost the place of who you are in the world and what you have to bring? How do you feel like you're bringing the gifts that you have to give in your imperfect way when often it can feel as if living it out in this time is a constant reminder that you can give all you can give and yet you can always feel like all parts of your life are not functioning can feel like all parts of your life are falling through the cracks there's a phrase that I've heard my friends say and I find myself saying in my inner world I just feel like I can't do anything well feels like I'm doing such intense contributing everywhere I go and yet all pieces of it feel like It's just not my best. So what does it look like to let God be with us on the journey of our imperfections, of our living out our not best of our humanity? (laughs) And how do we labor in love with each other on that journey? I'm often led to be with people in their life path and right now one of the things that is occurring to me over and over again is the invitation by other parents for me to listen to them on their journey and when I open up about what's happening for me on my path, it opens up a place in them to be able to listen to what the concerns of their heart are. So it isn't that bringing my burdens is putting burdens on others but instead it's inviting us to hold one another more tenderly and especially how to do that with our partners when we want to be with the best of each other and that best place sometimes is hard to see in ourselves it's hard to find and so if we can't find it in ourselves how can we let other people find it in us how can we let our partners or our friends lift that place up in us and the truth of believing in each other one of the things that's the most life-giving for me right now is being with little people, little children and their goodness and their laughter that bubbles up freely without any effort if they're in a good place and another thing that's life-giving to me right now is naming and noticing the incredible gifts of others, of really cherishing and holding on to both the broken places and my friends and my loved ones, as well as the gifts that I see flowing through them and wanting to honor that place in them, that gift of believing in them, and also letting them believe in me is a big gift of life. Listen and attend with the ear of your heart. Listen and attend with the ear of your heart. Listen and attend with the ear of your heart. Listen and attend with the ear of your heart.